noticing on social media a lot of comments and posts from parents trying to figure out a way to talk about race and the protests with their children and also uh, for children that have actually seen video of the George Floyd um of his death, of his killing, how to talk about that. Very difficult topics. And did you know that uh, there are studies that say that children can internalize racial bias between the ages of two and four? And we can talk a little bit more about the psychology behind that coming up uh, in the next hour around 830. We're going to have Dr. John Duffy with us. Of course, you know him. He's uh, been helping out uh, here on WGN Radio. He's been an incredible resource. So we'll talk a little bit more about how to have those discussions with your children. But one great way is by reading together, of course, and there's incredible children's books out there that can help you bring up this topic and sort of navigate this topic with your children. And of course, this should be happening outside of what's been happening in the last week. This should be happening uh, from what I've read from psychologists from a very young age, you just heard the statistic of, of, you know, ages of two and four, that's when racial biases can start. So these are conversations, regardless of background or, or creed, color, race, anything that, uh, that you have with your children. So joining us now is someone that knows a ton about books, because she owns a bookstore. <laughs> it is uh, Danielle Mullen, and she owns a wonderful bookshop. I believe it's on Halstead Street, right, Danielle? It is. Halstead and Grand, semicolon bookstore. Yes. What neighborhood is that, Halstead and Grand? It's considered West Town. Okay, it is West Town, yes. Um, busy over there. Super busy all of the time, um, which means that we're super busy all of the time. And so it gets interesting. (laughs) Well, are you going to be open tomorrow? Absolutely. We are (laughs) reopening tomorrow. Um, We were going to wait until Saturday, but with everything going on, we wanted to open up and provide some lunches to kids, provide some free books to kids, and just talk to people because it seems like that's kind of all people want to do right now. How good does it feel to know that you're going to be able to open tomorrow? So good. We have been closed since March 14th, and it has felt so odd not being in the store every day. So we are incredibly excited. My employees are likely going to beat me there for once. (laughs) (laughs) And the name of your wonderful bookstore is Semicolon Books. And why is that? Um, because a semicolon is the part in the sentence where an author has the chance to end the sentence and chooses not to, chooses not to. And for me, that's what um, opening semicolon represented, um, not giving up the dream of owning a bookstore, just pivoting slightly. And you have a fascinating background as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, that you were the only, you're only the third African-American woman to own a bookstore in Chicago. That's it. I don't know how that occurred. Uh, but yeah, I'm the third. <laughs> so you, Danielle, are a trailblazer by owning semicolon books. You know, people say that all the time. And I'm like, listen, half the time, I don't even know what I'm doing. So <laughs> if this is what trailblazing looks like, then by all means. One of the things that makes your bookshop special, and I don't know if you still do this, is that you don't really have sections for books. Everything's sort of mixed together. 
everything is mixed together and everything is, is cover facing. Um, and, and it forces people to browse outside of what they would normally pick up um, whenever they're shopping. You know, you walk into a bookstore and we're like, I like nonfiction. And so you go to that section. But no, we got our nonfiction next to fiction, next to kids' books, next to whatever makes sense in our bookseller minds. Well, I am sure um, that there, I mean, you've been going through some, I mean, personal emotional journeys as well. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Right? And then now, um, you know, sort of a, as part of this, you've taken on the responsibility, the mantle of sort of being able to suggest books that can help parents talk about race and protest and social justice with their right. children. Right. Um, which which I love. We love to talk about it. We are noticing we have gotten just a huge new following and outpouring of support with, full of people who just want to learn. And so we, we want to talk about what books they should be reading to introduce them slowly and then kind of toss them into the water and say, good luck. You know? mm-hmm. And can you start, I mean, can you give us a couple that you think and give us the age range of, uh, you know, child or kid that we should be reading this book to? Or with. Yeah, I have a few um, with the kids, and the first one is called What a Citizen, uh, What Can a Citizen Do? And it's by Dave Eggers. And it is about like what citizenship um, actually represents. You know, we hear it tossed around a lot, we hear the term illegals and things like that. And kids don't quite understand, obviously, a lot of adults don't understand. So, What Can a Citizen Do? talks about how citizenship is in what you do for your country. Oh, that does sound like a good book. And uh, excellent for kids. Did you mention what ages that would be appropriate to read with? I would say that's good for ages like three to like seven or eight. Okay, perfect. Okay, give us another one, Danielle. Um, Anti-racist babies. So that one is good (laughs) from like baby ship to like um, five or six. It is um, by Ibram X. Kendi, who is also the author of How to Be an Anti-Racist. And it talks about how like... Anti-racism, which is directly confronting racism, starts as a baby. And if we teach our kids correctly, they will be perfectly comfortable um, moving away from the bias that a lot of uh, adults experience. And I think explain a little bit of that title and that word anti-racist, because it's not enough. Yeah, it's not enough known about it. Um, You can be not racist, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you're constantly attempting to dismantle the systems that are in place that were created um, to enforce racism. And so you have to be anti-racist. You have to be vehemently against what racism looks and feels like. And that is something that you can start reading, you said, with uh, From Babies on Up. From Babies. They love it. They <laughs> love the pictures. They have a board book version and go up to the age of five or six. Um, and then just throw them into the how to be an anti-racist. They should be ready by then. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> love that. And then uh, give me another one. Um, the Undefeated is by Kwame Alexander, and it is a children's book from, from the age of like maybe four through about seven or eight, and it is great. The imagery is great. It talks about how African Americans um, have come up within this country, um, how African Americans came to this country, um, how 
we were treated and how we managed to still uh, be undefeated, um, even in situations where we should have been defeated. So it, it um, encompasses everything about how how we become engineers, um, scientists, chefs, actors and actresses, and it just helps create a likeness for kids who are black to see people who look like you in a book. And for kids who are not of color, it creates um, the idea that people of all types of colors can do anything. So it's not uh, just one story for one type of race that uh, is being sort of, uh, you know, thrown at you. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just being open and just opening the eyes because I don't think we pay enough attention to how things are presented when children are paying attention. Danielle, does that wrap up our suggestions for kids or do you have any more? I have one more and it's called If You're Going to a March um, by Martha Freeman. We have a lot of protests going on well, it seems like all the time now, and a lot of people do bring their kids out. So this is a book from the age of like three to about ten that that can tell kids like what it's going to feel like, um, how it's not a scary thing, how it should be something that you have the right to do as a citizen, um, and and how you should feel and what you should bring with you. And that's something that I've noticed even for you know because you know in the city the neighborhoods we're living so closely with each other mm-hmm. that a lot of parents Absolutely. I've noticed on social media say, oh my goodness, I can't can't even hide this from my kid even if I wanted to because there's nope. protesters marching down my street. So they're, yep. and they're asking me questions. Yeah. And so how uh, if you're going to a march is a great book that can help explain some of those things to the kids. And of course, it's not just about reading the book. It's about taking that time and then having that discussion, reading it yes. together and then the discussion. Yeah. And, and that's what it does. This is a resource. So that way you as a parent can then have this uh, door that opens or maybe a window crack. So then you can start uh, talking about this. That's it. That's it. Just open the door. Just crack it slightly. And when a child is ready, they'll walk through it. Um, speaking with Danielle Mullen, she owns Semicolon Books. It's uh, on Halstead and Grand Avenues mm-hmm. in the Westtown neighborhood. And Danielle, mm-hmm. um, I know you're going to be open tomorrow because we're moving into phase three. The mayor confirmed yes. that today. And yes. uh, what are your hours going to be tomorrow? And where, if people can't get to you, do you have a website? Tomorrow we are open from noon to 6 p.m. Oh, we are so excited about this. We are just so excited to see people. Um, But our website, um, in case people can't get to us or, you know, there's still COVID concerns, we are www.semicolonchai.com. Okay, so semicolonchai. So S-E-M-I-C-O-L-O-N-C-H-I.com. Correct. And what sort of precautions are you going to be taking tomorrow as a retailer? Um, to, oh, honey, yeah. um, we are doing no more than 10 people in the store at a time. I think our limit is 25, but we're just keeping it easy. We have hand sanitizer everywhere. We are wiping things <laughs> down every five to seven minutes. We also have Lysol. We are spraying things down. We are not playing games. <laughs> and, of course, if, you know, someone still feels a little uncomfortable or if they're uh, immunocompromised and they don't want to come out, right. they can just order the book from the website they can order from the website or they can do curbside pickup where they will order the book and when they arrive we run their card over the phone and we bring it out to them um, and we just put it in their passenger side seat danielle your energy is so good i just want to buy all my books from you now (laughs) (laughs) okay so we've got a few minutes left let's talk about books for adults one of the um you know 
something that's happening, a social media movement that's happening right now, if you've noticed uh, the black squares on, on folks' Instagram yeah. pages and Facebook pages, and, and for non-African American folks, supposed to be taking this time to sort of um, elevate black voices, but then also using this time to educate ourselves. And we can, of course, yeah. do that by reading books. Yes. Yeah. Um, so can you recommend a couple? The ones, yeah. The one of the ones that I love um, for non-people of color um, is going to be How to Be Less Stupid About Race. It's by Crystal Fleming, and it brings up the terms that um, people like to use, like reverse racism, which is not a real thing. Um, and, and it brings up all of these terms, and it just explains to people, uh, before you even delve into these debates and conversations, maybe you should read this first and like have a, have a byline, have a start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a good one. And also, um, why I'm no longer talking to white people about race. Okay. That book is excellent. It it just reminds people that it is not a person of color's job to teach you about what racism looks like. And that's a another meme that has been going around on social media yes. as well as sort of saying, look, like I'm already having to deal with everything that's happening, uh, not only yes. generational trauma, but what's happening right now. Um, so I don't yes. really have time to teach you. And, I don't have time. Like, I don't have time for you to ask me what you should be doing right. better. I, well, right. I, can't, I, am, I am exhausted and I am hurt. Right. Or you know? or the or the energy and Danielle only we've got like thirty seconds left but um and just to play just because I can hear somebody maybe saying wow those titles they seem so in your face and they seem like yeah. kind of hurt like that kind of hurts my feelings like what do you say yeah. to, to that blow up okay we have to do it every day you can do it too all right a woman of little words but uh, strong <laughs> conviction and a great bookshop and I've been hearing that from people of all different uh, backgrounds from all different yes. backgrounds so thank you so yes. much Danielle I really appreciate you being with us uh, continue the good work you're doing and have a successful reopen first day in phase three tomorrow thank you so much thank you so much 